You're listening to Lloyd's and Lincoln with your hosts, Ramel Lloyd Sr. and Ramel Lloyd Jr. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends, Lloyd's and Lincoln. I'm Harrison running the ones and twos. We got the host as always, Ramel Lloyd Jr., Ramel Lloyd Sr., both in studio. We got to switch out the soundtrack. That's a little bit of a sleepy beat right here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we got to get another beat. Yeah, we'll, we'll get some new ones yeah. in the mix there. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, we, we were talking a little bit about some college football yesterday, and uh, Iowa would win. More points than most would figure, 22 points. But the over-under for that game, I know, was 28, so... If you took the under, you would have got your money on that one. Uh, yeah, we'll go through quick through the Big Ten schedule, just kind of update everyone. Ohio State beats Michigan State 38-3 to easily. Uh, Iowa hard. shut down Rutgers 22-0. to Northwestern, this one surprised a lot of people. Northwestern dominates Wisconsin 24-10. to It was really 24-3 to uh, for pretty much that whole game. Purdue manages to upset Minnesota, winning that one 49 to 30. Skip Maryland. the next one. <laughs> yeah, just skip, skip that one. Next. And then Illinois beats Indiana in another really surprising game, 45 to 48. The Big yeah. Ten West felt like scoring yesterday. Yeah, they usually don't score like that. No, it was, it was, a, it was a little weird. Except, was, except our game. Yeah. We we kept it traditional. Yeah, kept it. Yeah. <laughs> we like to say, we're going to say old school. Yeah, old school football. That's all. Yeah, it, it was just kind of a crazy day of football. Why you say football like that? Football. Football. Because <laughs> football cool. just sounds like a country sport to me. Yeah, football. Football. It's from the South. Football. I so I put a little slot in my Southern accent on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sound like Bobby Boucher. Yeah, no, like shout out, quick, quick shout out. I saw he's coming, coming back late from break. Just meeting the owners of, of um, Alloy and Canopy. Oh, that's what you're meeting. Yeah, Canopy was down there. Yeah, Canopy and Alloy. Got to shout both, out both, both, both those guys. There. Yeah, they were very pleasant. Uh, I love a lot of the backbone of this, this station right oh, here. You I, need I, a good Wi Fi if you're going to get it done, right? Absolutely. And, um, you know, open to some other things. Really cool people. Appreciate them and all they do for the station and, and the city. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I do kind of want to talk about, obviously, Nebraska. You've had two games. I know Ramel Lloyd Jr. haven't been able to play yet, but what's been the atmosphere of the vault so far? Two two home openers. Obviously, the Doan game, you're not going to really count that. That's The attendance isn't going to quite be there, especially, you know, it doesn't really count for anything other yeah, than a quick bit. scrimmage to yeah. get ready for the season. Uh, but what's been that? What's that been like, you know, sitting right here, 2-0 and right now, uh, the fan base and the crowd at PBA? Yeah, I think we've had a pretty good crowd. Um, you know, I feel like we're going to always have a, a, a set amount. You know, I don't think we're ever going to have no crowd, never going to be like, you know. But I feel like we could do a little better, though. You know, oh, going yeah. into these uh, next couple of games, I feel like we could pick it up a little bit with these, uh, you know, uh, better known teams and better competition, I would say, I guess. So I think we can pick it up. But it's been good so far, especially for the first two of the season. Mm-hmm. It's always entertaining too, and uh, it, it always feels it's always kind of funny to see you know who's going to be those fan favorites. Rink Mass seems like people are really liking yeah, Mass yeah. game when he's been able to drop. I mean, he had a pair of threes, I want to say, early uh, against Florida A and M, but nonetheless, he's definitely kind of become one of those guys. Rice, another guy, pretty yeah. athletic. People are liking him, and then Josiah Alec. I think a lot of people are surprised how how much bounce that guy's got. He, really? He's an athlete, kind that's, of coming down the lane. Yeah, yeah, that's who he is. That's who mm-hmm. he is. He's an athlete, freaking nature. Super strong, athletic, everything. Uh, he's uh, been big time for us so far this year. 
seems to be kind of like an all-around player too. Yeah, doesn't yeah. doesn't feel like there's too many weak spots in his game. Like whether it's defense, you like him there. Offense, he's shown that you know he's got pretty good t- touch around the rim and he can either throw it down or if he needs to, he can put a soft touch on it. But it definitely feels like you guys got depth. Yeah, I'm curious to yeah, see how do. this kind of continues I, I through you, the season. I, I said it. I've been saying it um, all summer. I'm gonna keep saying it. We have we have a, we have a really good team full of uh, really good guys. So. We, we definitely have depth. <laughs> yeah, and we're not even stretching the floor all the way out yet. I'm excited to see, yeah, you know, what you throw. Because that's one the most pleasant thing for me. These early games, you know, A, you're hoping for Nebraska to win because this competition where you yeah. got to beat those guys. Uh, but the shooting, you know, I always look at the shooting. Okay, free throw numbers in the first game, you know, weren't great. But you guys rebound in the next one. Um, and that's just, again, you say it, but we don't have K-State Tominaga on the court yet. And you guys are still stretching teams out, hitting threes. Mm-hmm. It's It's been fun to watch early on already for me, especially seeing some of the guys I was curious about, like Rink Mass that I mentioned. Uh, and obviously, we still got some players that aren't healthy yet that are going to hit the floor. But Mel Lloyd Sr., what are you seeing in some of these early games? Uh, same thing. I mean, I, you know, like we said, I guess we're a little bit on the inside and kind of can see what, you know, saw the talent earlier than most, mm-hmm. uh, you know, via practice and Mel letting us know, you know, who's who and what's what. But like we said, the biggest thing about this team that we thought that we were excited about was the versatility and the depth. Uh, and I think they've been able to show that earlier, especially with some still key guys that has not played yet. And then Tom, uh, Tomonaga being hurt for the couple of games. Uh, you still have um, uh, Wani is out. He's, yeah, Jawan hadn't played. Ramel hadn't played. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's exciting, like we thought it was going to be. Yeah, the Big Ten in general has kind of been exciting. You see Wisconsin. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, who was Texas A&M. Who Texas A&M play? And it came down Big Ten team they came down played, pretty close. They played. Uh, I think it was was it Northwestern. It, it might like saying them no, no, it wasn't. Ohio was it? Uh, it was Ohio, Ohio State. State. It was Ohio, yeah. State. It was Ohio State, State, and the next you know next game following it, you got number nine Tennessee, Wisconsin. Yeah, we watched. Big Ten's that, looking we, pretty nice. Like, yeah, we, we, we lost. Didn't I think both. Big Ten teams lost. They did lose, but yeah. I was uh, they were pushing them pretty close. I think it was a yeah. game where those were two pretty. They was those were two good teams. And mm-hmm. we just watched them last night on the highlights, kind of trying to catch up. But yeah, Big Ten is always going to be tough. You know, it's one of the best conferences in the country, um, and the talent is the talent looks good. You know, the pace of the game, which I see, is somewhat changing a little bit in the Big Ten from some of the teams that we've seen early on this year. Looks like they want to get up and down a little more, a little more guard play, a little more versatility. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be an exciting year. Yeah, you're definitely seeing that in the Big Ten. I don't, I don't think you can survive anymore playing a very specific, you know, half court set. I mean, maybe, but you could have you'd have to have you know maybe like a Purdue lineup where you just got seven right. footers, but you can really play that right. type of ball. Yeah, pace the pace in general basketball is changing in general, so you know um, you can see it. You can see it starting to touch the Big Ten now a little bit. Mm-hmm. Do you see that happening as a whole, just across? Definitely. Basketball, like yeah, we'll get to a point where there's you'll maybe have like little tweaks of brands, but for the most part, like everyone's going to be kind of playing that same game. I, I think so. I mean, that's kind of where it's going. We had this conversation before. Where we talked about just for the just the fact of um, most teams are like playing five out now or four out, one in. That 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 right there increases the pace in general, um, and we're seeing that a lot all over dribble handoff actions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pass and cut. They just want the back the back lane of the. Uh, to be open. They don't want it to be crowded back there for back cuts and lanes and drives to the basket. Um, and so I see a lot of teams starting to adapt that philosophy. So that's going to increase the pace in general because you don't have people posted up in the post as much. 
Most mm. of the bigs are at the high post, and they're 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 the passers, they're the initiators of the offense mm-hmm. often nowadays. What's the biggest philosophy change you think college to the NBA that if you turn on the game, you can just kind of see it by watching it? For me, um, you know, I think the college game philosophy is starting to change a little bit more towards the NBA to make it a, to make it more universal uh, as far as style of play. But the biggest the biggest difference, obviously, is the fact that uh, in college you can still stay in the lane and sit in the three second lane defensively mm-hmm. and have help. So I, I basically think those are, that's really the main difference between college and the NBA as far as uh, style of play um, because obviously that affects the style uh, tremendously when you can just sit there and have help. They're running the same stuff, the kind of similar action offensively, but the fact that the help is there already in college changes the difference between NBA and college. So, 100%. Yeah, that's what I asked my – what do you think, Mel? I agree. You agree? You yeah. don't have nothing to say? You don't, really? <laughs> no, you, 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 hit, you hit it on the head. That was, okay. that was pretty much okay. – I would have the same exact answer. Right. Okay, I can definitely bring up a topic that you got opinions on. What's what's going on with the Lakers right now? They're sitting at <laughs> four and five. Yeah, um, you did finally beat the Clippers. Hey, it took you, it took you how many uh, games in a row? Ten years. To 11, well, 11 well, three well, seasons? Do your homework on – LeBron is going to get it together. We going. <laughs> we just got to trust LeBron. And LeBron, we trust. I'm not worried about it because I got faith in the king. So, uh, yeah, I'm not too concerned. We're what about those five. Clippers? AD is hurt. You know, my man is a, is a James Harden fan. Oh, yeah, he's one of my, so, he's my uh, favorite. Love that guy. You got- <laughs> um, well, James. I didn't mean to cut your Lakers stuff off. No, it's but, okay. You know, I mean, it's okay. We're st- ain't much to talk about there anyway. So no, I mean, I mean, it's been they did get a win over the Suns. It's so been nine it's games. Early. It's very early. You guys did just beat the Suns, and a lot of it people are looking early. at the Suns as one of those favorites. Um, but I think it's what people really got down on the Lakers is the Rockets smacked you guys 128 to 94. But I will say this much: Rockets this year, they're, I don't know what they're doing, but they're. They're they balling right coach, now. Right? They got the new coach. Yeah, they're they're yeah, balling. Like in the standings, coach. I want to say young yeah, legs they're too. number four. I mean, again, small sample size. They're five and three, uh, but nonetheless, they have been they're killing not, teams. They're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, but you, you know that's that's the thing. It's 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 a uh, new coach, new philosophy, young legs. Uh, young legs are a lot in the NBA get you through to the through the regular season. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the vet teams and the vet guys, they actually even pace themselves to make sure that they're going to make the playoffs and get in a certain spot, and then they can turn it up then. Uh, a lot of the young legs, they, you know, they play hard all through the season. and You're seeing that. They, they're they they're getting go. like 125 points a game right, right now. They they're can, just they, killing yeah. people with offense. Yeah, they can, they, they, they can go. But I think when it gets down to it, when it boils down to it towards the mid to the end of the season, I'm not sure they're a playoff team. No, we see that a lot. I mean, and, and if they get in, they're getting swept. Possible by who? The Lakers. Of, but of course, by the Lakers. <laughs> um, true. Honestly, I got the Lakers winning the chip this year. You got the Lakers winning the chip every <laughs> year, bro. No matter what. Because we about to get watch. We gonna get a big trade. I promise you. We get, we're gonna trade something on the deadline. Are well, Celtics tied seventeen championships? The Lakers seventeen championships. Is this a tiebreaker this year? No. Or from here on out until someone yeah. wins it again? Uh, I think it's tied up seventeen. I believe so. Well, that's, you know, that's, I will give the Lakers this is that, you know, Lakers are held to, to different and higher standards than every other team in the league. They're most teams in the they league. They should be. They, yeah. got a, they got a great destination that, that everyone wants to play for. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we, we tend to, we tend to react or overreact to their stuff a lot more than we do uh, the other teams. So, mm-hmm. But the standard, the standards of excellence is there. Um, you come to the Lakers when players go to the Lakers, they expect to win championships. Like the, anything else is a failure. So I guess the fans take on that same 
<clears throat> that same sentiment. The Bulls could use a little bit of that. The Bulls, the Bulls is in trouble right now. Yeah, it's been they're, they're just in trouble. They're, they just need to blow it up. Completely. I think that's what they're they getting did, ready to they, do. They're getting ready. Yeah, it it feels like a blow it up. Season. They're about send to blow Zach up. Levine to L.A. Please, that's, that's what that's what I've been hearing. <laughs> Please send Zach send them back to the to West Lakers. Coast, huh? I will give you Austin Reeves and Christian Wood. You can have both of them. <laughs> They still You're not already, taking that. Hey, hey. They not taking that. Nah. Okay. Austin Reeves, Christian. That's Wood, not enough. And two, so a first close. round and a second round. Now we're talking. You got to throw some picks in there. But yeah, I think with to. the Levine stakes are going to be so high that they're going to be able to pressure teams and give him more because he's going to be one. I mean, he's he, dropping he fifty points a game and they're like, losing. That's the thing. Right, he's he, going to he may, ways. He may have. He may take a little sacrifice to get that's to LA because a lot of these trades really haven't been that fair. It's just that certain guys went out so bad that teams give in and just take the best they can get, even if the best they can get isn't a good trade necessarily. In my yeah. opinion, I've been we talking that. about Harden, like yeah, yeah, just just trying to get him out of there or just anything, just to be done with the with the um, deal. I got a question: Did they did they put Russell Westbrook on the bench and put Harden in at the point? No, they no. start no. all four. They start all of they, them. They start okay. Westbrook, Harden, Paul George, so, Kawhi, and Zubac. So Kawhi's playing the four now. Yeah, Kawhi oh. doesn't look too happy. Uh, Does he ever look happy though? Like, <laughs> but I could, I could just, I just feel like I don't know. Even when uh, he's on the Spurs, he looks miserable. Yeah, he looks it, but playing a four, he full time? I definitely don't like playing a four. I know he don't. I, I don't honestly think you know you bench for us, ultimate six man. Yeah. He leads because that's, 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 that's when he's that's when he's the best him? to me. Do I you think bench he's Harden, or do you? I might bench Harden. Harden was Harden. Harden is Harden's. Uh, if I'm benching him, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. You can't take certain players. You can't. You can't put him on a bench. He's not going to be productive. Like Russ is going to come in and do it. He's going to play hard no matter what. Yeah, I guess not, you start hard. Not Harden. Harden is if he'll probably you know feel disrespected and won't do it. I don't know. I love Harden, and he's like, me too. He's one of the greatest of all time for yeah. sure. But I I think he's but he's just not at the point I, I, yet. I think he's to a, come off the bench. No, mentally. I think he's just about done. You general. think he's done? I think. Well, you know, think, I remember. I don't think he's ever going to be in shape again. I don't mm-hmm. think he cares enough to get himself in real shape again. Like he just he just wants to play his game. I, As he literally says it on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I just want to. Well, he I said, came he said I'm not a system player. I am the system. Yes. Yeah. That was enough for me to know. That was a cold tweet though. <laughs> <laughs> that, I never heard that like that before. Yeah, that was I am, cold. He's on Kobe levels with that <laughs> yeah, he one. Said, <laughs> I, was, I am the system. <laughs> and and yeah, right now like you it. you definitely were the system for about ten years yeah. in a row, but not not no more. Yeah, it reminds it reminds me of uh, Allen Iverson when at, you know at the end of his mm-hmm. career, where AI, um, you know, he still was like the second leading, first leading scorer in the, in the league when he was at Denver. You know that you know him and Carmelo were like one and two in the league in scoring, um, and then I think they put him to Detroit. I think from there traded. Well, anyway, towards the end of his career, I, I even heard him say it that you know his ego wouldn't allow him to take a lesser role. You know, even though that his game. Uh, he still was able to score points and do all those things, but you know it didn't affect winning the way that mm-hmm. it did when he was younger. He was just getting his, yeah. you know. And then your ego when you when you're that great of a player and you've been blessed with that much talent and blessed with that kind of career, uh, your ego sometimes just won't allow you to take a lesser a lesser role or a backseat. Well, that's Russell Westbrook's whole career, right? I like that's always one thing where like I get where he's coming from on a lot of it because. You know, coming into the league, everyone's got to tell him, you can't do this, you got to do this. And, like, he just keeps proving people wrong. He did that his entire career. He gets an MVP yeah. just by not listening to people, just yeah. by telling well, everyone all, else all four of those guys, to back you know, off. All four of those guys are, mm-hmm. are, you know, Hall of Fame players. So that's really that's really hard to, to yeah. work out, like, it's, ego-wise it's, and it's, touches. 
it's tough too to see like Harden like end his career, kind of like going through all this stuff though, because it's kind of like gonna diminish what he actually did. Yeah, because yeah. it's like Westbrook. Like Westbrook had one bad year, kind of, and then now everybody acting like Russell, Russell Westbrook is in the top five, you know, point guard of all time in yeah. the conversation, just because of how he ended his career. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the fans of these days. Uh, you know, a lot of fans don't understand. Everybody's going to diminish physically, your talent, and time, and so on and so forth. So I don't know. I, I don't know why people, like every NBA player or athlete at some point in their career got to the point where they were quote-unquote washed up. That's what I'm saying. Every, it happens. It's, no, they, it's, it's people, inevitable. You people know? pick like, and choose who they want to. Who like, they want to. Because like when it was Carmelo, it was still like, we love Carmelo. Carmelo this Kobe, that. same thing. Kobe, same thing. It's pretty yeah. obvious he was like, the same Kobe player. Kobe was not exactly. close, but it was mm-hmm. still Kobe. Or... Um, I know, people go even, up and down. Bro. Even D Wade, no one would slander D Wade for yeah. for uh, not being as good. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Westbrook, Harden, kind of, they just you know. yeah. When there's like an weird. injury that happens as a result, you seem to get like the yeah. They'll give you the green light. It's when yeah. it happens naturally for whatever reason because it's like a slow drawn out process. We just like wake up and like oh man, they weren't yeah. they're washed. But you yeah. get a big injury like Derrick no. Rose like. Yeah, Not D even Rose, close, but everyone right. forever is going to be like yeah, D Rose. They love the guy. D Rose. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I think also has to do with personalities as well you know d rose is a soft-spoken very humble type of person mm-hmm. you know um and not, Chicago to, not to say that those other Grindle. guys are not but some where people where people don't understand is that sometimes your ego and that sense of feeling of pride and being the best thinking that you're the best of everything is why they're even where they're at in the first place 100 percent, right so you know that what happens with that is that when they're on top of the game and they're you know, one of the best players in the league, and that that works, mm-hmm. right? And it's acceptable by the fans. But when their game starts to diminish, that personality is still the same. That's right. that's what got them where they were in their whole life. So now it starts to be a turnoff to the average fan because they're not the production doesn't match the energy coming from their personalities. Right. And what was the, what was the quote you just said that Harden said? He's the- he said, <laughs> "I am not a system player." I am the system. Right. And if he said that about if he said five that when years he, ago, right. I'd have been like, everybody been like, 100% oh, right. Yeah. When he was over at Houston breaking ankles, right. pointing at him on yeah. the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. would have been, yeah. nobody <laughs> would have said anything you about it. whatever you want to be, James. <laughs> now, they like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, it, then again, even if you feel certain ways as an athlete, you know, sometimes you got to understand also when to speak about it and when not to speak about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it kind of speaks to his game, though. I mean, we still know Harden. He's probably still hitting clubs, you know. He's probably still got singles ready. But when, you, when you're that oh, good. No, I think they lost yesterday, and they, and they found him in the club immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, hey, you know, that's a grown man. I, You know, the thing about, you know, judgment about what people are doing in their personal time in life. Like, people, people, the average fan thinks that you should be playing basketball 23 hours out of 24 hours in a day. That'd be great. And, you know, that's just not the case. No, just makes me laugh. You can't have a laugh a little bit. I don't care what you that man to. does. I don't yeah, care what that cares? man does. No, but people really do care. They, it they would really frustrate feel like, me as a, you know, you know, if I'm like a player and then like if I'm going out, I just got I people just, recording me. I understand that. a little bit. Of course. Okay. You know how I am. You know I'm big on, yeah. on that, like just living your life still regardless. Of yeah. But when it comes to Harden. <laughs> With the, how, with the things he's saying and what he's doing and then what and how he's performing and he's not doing himself but, favors. But how, how, how he acts? How would you feel if everything, every single thing you do, somebody's recording you doing it? 
right? Or somebody knows, oh, like you can't go anywhere without nothing. Oh no, for sure. So that's the difference. I mean, maybe you had a maybe you had a bad game or something. You want to go out and blow some steam. That, but this I'm talking about. The Harden does his F every game. That's who he is. <laughs> <laughs> that's who he is. Uh, we do have one from the text line here, yeah. Milkman. Before we go to break, he says, "Really, Harden, one of the best ever? No way." Milkman chimes in. He's an NBA guy. He's a uh, he averaged the, 37 the numbers, points the numbers a say it for a whole year. The numbers, the numbers say it. Mm-hmm. it. You know whether or not you like him or what your opinion is of him. Some people, the numbers say it. Some people rank greatness on personality. So that those facts are for people. Or just personally who yeah. we like. Yeah. And that's okay. But those numbers, those numbers say otherwise. You oh, he was a killer. You There's no question. You can't name more than five shooting guards better than James Harden. Yeah, no. I mean, if we're talking numbers, you can find, but like in terms of creation and getting numbers, the shot off, the only thing that Harden likes is a championship. Like you could say Clay, but you wouldn't pick Clay because Clay's no, got to be set up. That's why I mean, you could play you could play the numbers game. No, that's not even a comparison. Close, like it's not a comparison. But you got Steph Curry. Who, who is there? Anyone Steph else? Curry's a point guard. Steph Curry's a point. I got I got, I got Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, um, Dwayne Wade, and then James Harden. You might be able to. I might even put him over. You might be able to. I'm just, just. There you go. I mean, I'm saying that's that's an argument. So we're talking about top five. He's definitely in the top five. Easily. Mm -hmm. Because the only person else you could argue, maybe Clyde Drexler. Clyde. And I I, I I know people might go and say Jerry West, but I'm going to put him at point, Jerry West. Yeah. I mean, there's some some guys that we have to honor, you know, older guys. Mm Mm-hmm. But like you said, when you're talking about taking the game to the next level of creativity and changing the whole style of play and being able to dominate the way he had dominated. Oh, he he found new that. ways to travel that yeah, refs oh, couldn't even sure. decide. I mean, he literally, what, broke, he literally broke the traveling. They didn't know what he like, was doing. Yeah, like, he like, doesn't get no credit for traveling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't figure out. It's like, it's like, is he moonwalking or stepping? We can't, we can't figure it out. But we got to go to break here. Lloyd's and Lincoln. Don't go anywhere. Last segment up next.